Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. You're listening to Nobody Cares Except For Me. I am your host, Auntie Donahue. Um, I, you, I, long intros are awful, so I'm going to avoid them until we're all dead, hopefully, because nobody gives a shit what I have to say about, like, the weather today. When is this airing? Who even cares? Okay. True. Yeah. Oh, do you hear a little voice in the a background? Li- a little thought? Speaking to the mic. A little, a little, uh, guest? <laughs> Our little guest today is writer. Yep. Actor? Mm. Improviser? No. You are on Sunday Night Live. No, you're yeah. a sketch writer. Mm-hmm. Okay, comedian? Yes. Hell yes. Oh, yeah. One of the Baby funniest people. In the world. Yes. Of all time. Yes. Um, Celeste Yim, ladies and gentlemen. It's me. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> and there's nothing anyone could do about it. No. <laughs> um, well, you've brought to the table today a very interesting topic mm-hmm. for you. Really fascinating. This is something... It might be a little bit of a call out. Oh, I fucking love this. And guess what? I'm not here to to make friends. You're here to lose them. Yes. Good. And I go to most places in order Ooh. to cut off relationships. Okay. And that's what I hope to do today by saying that I find your podcast very fascinating, very interesting, big listener. Your fan. topic is my podcast? Oh my god. No. But that being said, Teacher told me the instructions were to talk about something that nobody cares about. And guess what? I've cared about every topic that has (sighs) happened on this podcast. (laughs) I'm being called out on my own podcast. And you know what? I deserve it. I deserve it. Listen, I think it's actually a huge compliment that the premise of your podcast is falling apart, Anne. At the seams. I, it's a colossal fuck up. Everybody loves fame. <laughs> Everyone loves the movie fame. A lot of people do meal prep. A lot of people love The Bachelor. Which, One of the biggest shows of all time. <laughs> it's You know what? I think it's mostly Vanderpump to, Rules. They again, a have a bit following. of an affinity. <laughs> okay, fine. So you're bringing to the table what exactly? Listen, I want to talk about something that I think absolutely no one gives a heck about. Okay, what is it? It is a website. It is called filmschool.org. And... I don't think anybody listening to this podcast will care about this at all. I think eight people <laughs> got so excited about this. If we, if eight people tweet me at Celestrogen, the the best handle, the best handle of all time in this world, from the best comedian of all time, which we've already established, uh-huh. I will buy you a present. Okay, well, say if eight here. people say that they absolutely, in a genuine way, care about what I'm about to talk about. Then I will buy you a nice present, Anne. Uh, me personally, too? Yeah, for you. Not the not these eight people. Oh, who yeah, cares no, about no. these eight people? Yeah, please, if everyone you know out that. yourself as somebody who cares about org, I certainly don't care about you. Oh, my God. But, Anne, I, I would love an opportunity. I would love to you to buy me a gift. Buy you a present, yeah. I love presents. Um, and if anyone listening wants to give me one, I will also take presents. Like, I yeah. love 
things and I Me? love owning no. things. No, thank you. I enjoy <laughs> gifts. gifts. Money is fine as well. Um, okay, <laughs> okay, so is this like, can you explain, so, yeah, first of all, what it is and then why you know about it? Mm-hmm. So, filmschool.org is a, I would say, very shabbily designed website. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it It's the kind of website where you get onto it and you're like, oh no. What have I just entered? The background is dark. <laughs> you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, I, uh, literally. The I'm... lettering is inconsistent. Makes me think of the paranormal ghost site for Toronto, yes, ghost.org. I'm sure it looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. There are like many tabs that are very confusing. Ooh, tabs. There are threads occurring. Threads. It says recent posts. Like it's very, con- it's not easy to navigate. Somebody built this. A while ago, and also not for like public consumption, like you know when meat says not for public consumption. Yes, it's like that. Okay, that's the it's this part of the internet. It was clearly a functional website. It had a purpose. Its purpose was no, they did not care about aesthetics. It was Mm-mm. like a pair of cargo shorts. Yes, it had a it function. Co- a, co- a, a pair of cargo shorts. It sort of embodies, I think, the kind of person. Who might use such a website As on, a, you on a daily basis? Are saying this, I am imagining somebody I remember from <laughs> my first year at school. Surely. And yes, he also had a low ponytail. Oh God! Yes, what a gross thing to say. I'm. <laughs> it was also always looked wet. So was I was like coarse. It was just always wet. Um, I just don't know Even why. Worse. He also had strong opinions on film. Yes, he hated any movie I liked, and he yep. hated that I used the word movie. Okay, yeah. So that is. Uh, a really perfect representation, I think, of this really terrible website. So how did you come across? So I um, applied to a, a million film schools this and year. you are, for the record, as airing of the, at the time of this airing. Yeah. You if are, all goes well and I yes, live till then. Correct. Please plan to. What are you will be in? New York City. For? Uh, my Master's of Fine Arts. At? New York a university. For the purpose of? R- dramatic writing. Yes! <laughs> that was a fun Mad Libs. What if I just fucked it? I was like, for uh, hot dog. I would be like, ooh. <laughs> consumption. I <laughs> Means see. not for consumption. I'm like, you know what? Honestly, like, yeah. we're millennials, so mm-hmm. you probably spend that in a pretty lucrative career, if I'm honest. Honestly, I am totally sponsored to go You're going by, by Oscar Mayer. <laughs> so you found your way into yeah. this establishment. Yeah. Did you come across this website in the process of applying okay, great for school? Question. Amazing question. So I am so happy to report that I found it pretty late in the process. Okay. I also didn't know. So the MFA application process is very bizarre. Um, I don't really know what it's like for other disciplines, but I imagine it's this way, which is that the because it's such a you know screenwriting and and writing there there are these very everybody has these very loose definitions of what is important when you are a writer of any kind mm-hmm. as you know and so the the application requirements reflect that a lot where like um i i applied to so for example i applied to uh like a middle school i applied to Northwestern, mm-hmm. which has like I think the application is like you got to write a critical essay, you got to write um, like to, a five page uh, statement about yourself, you got to write a film prompt, you got to write like uh, like all these different kinds of prompts, right? 
UCLA is like, send us 200 pages of your best work, bitch. <laughs> and then you just send them a big document. I would just be like, I know I can't do this ever because as you were saying all this, I'm like, I would probably just be like, can you guys go on my Twitter? Like, just read my tweets. Yeah, totally. Just read my, go just on my Instagram. Do you like my captions? There's some stories. So much of like applications in academia is just like compiling stuff you already know Ugh. and then putting it into the the way that they want to see it, which is the worst. We're Formatting is what academia is. We're putting a pin in that because I have a question about that for you. <laughs> okay, but take me further back. down this Anyways, journey. So I think um, what's weird about the MFA application is that like you are sort of – you're applying to the same degree at all these different institutions. But they're obviously very, very different programs. Um I also didn't know that when people apply for their MFAs, usually they like, you know, go and have careers for years and years and then they build these portfolios and then they choose one or two schools that they really would love to absolutely go to. I was like, well, I feel like I could just, well, why don't I? And so I applied to like eight schools. Which is a lot of schools to apply to. I don't it even, was very expensive. It was very grueling. I didn't even know eight schools. I didn't at the time either. Um, but even before applying, and and like my recommenders were like, stop, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, I'm sure they were just like, what is she even doing? But nobody told me, and I didn't really ask. Mm, and, that, and I'll say that <laughs> I never ask for advice, so I completely understand <laughs> your angle here. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can just do this. Um, so it was like a pretty good mix of like arrogance and just like total lack of knowledge. Um, but it ended up being for the best because I actually got into many schools and, you know, I'm going to school. So it all worked out. But I found this website very late in the application process and I'm so grateful for that because it is, as I have alluded to, very manic <laughs> and scary. <laughs> so what is its purpose? So it's supposed to be like a hub for information about film schools across the world that's not even just in America. So there's there's information too about schools in in Europe and whatever. Like I think there there might be some about the Canadian ones. Probably not. Yeah, let's be honest. But Bless them. I haven't seen them, but sure yeah, sure. Bless them, but I have no allegiance to them whatsoever and I don't care. So it's fine. <laughs> Bless them, but I was never welcomed in your establishment, so I don't give a shit. Exactly. So <laughs> um that's what it's for. I think what it what people actually use it for now is to just commiserate about how hard it is to apply to film school, not getting into film school. I, I think also because it, it breeds the kind of personality that is like a low pony. Mm -hmm. It also is just people who are so, so manic and like and neurotic and, and are, are wanting to like, catalog the process. So, OK, so I brought like screenshots Oh my god! Some different parts of the website, which I think are pretty. Did you find that you your obsession like grew out of your own necessity, or did you start to just get fascinated with the idea that you would have to be living amongst yeah. these people? Okay, yeah. Sorry, I got sidetracked from my origin story. So yeah, I I I did. I found I found it uh, after I had submitted all my applications, which is like God bless. Maybe there was one. That was left. Like, but I found it late into the process. So I found it in like the percolating process. Okay. Right? The percolating time yeah, yeah, where yeah. I was like, okay, it's gone, it's done. Now you just have this these spoils on which yes. to reflect. And it's funny because it was good and bad because I think I would have been way too obsessed with the website 
to even have like the confidence to apply if I'd found it earlier. Um, but also <laughs> just because of the nature of the website, um, I would – I don't know. Like I wish I had like the statistics of the website and I had some, you know, technological um, skill that would allow me to look at these kinds of demographics on the website, which I don't. If obviously. you run this website, please, please send us your Google Analytics the heck up. and this is what I would we'll do. love to know because there are people – you can see it's this kind of website where like your profile says when you made your account. Wow. When you were last seen on the website. This is so old. It, it, I know. It's like a very MySpace kind of very forum. Like, I'd say a the chat room. Yeah. yeah. Like a GeoCities app. Exactly. Kind of exactly. Structure. Exactly. Like there are like different BB codes you can use. Yeah. Your, yeah. Exactly. I like. I don't want to take this away from you, but I no, will please. say that I followed in grade twelve because I was obsessed with Jimmy Fallon. I loved him. Did we bond about this? We or? did. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I was in love with him, as <laughs> yes. many of us were. And I would creep this like fan site dedicated to him, and I wouldn't participate because I feel like that takes it too far. What was it called? Oh, I think there were two fan sites. It was one of them. It was yes. run by a girl. She had brown hair. Amazing. She met him a bunch. Yeah, of she course. also got very See, mad about things. About I, him. It's so funny that we come from different generations of like obsessive Fallon fans because mine, my obsession happened on Tumblr, where oh, yeah. we all had different pages. Like my 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 uh, URL at one point was like. <laughs> like it so like late night with Jimmy Fallon. Their handles for everything were was late night Jimmy, and mine was like Nate Light Jimmy, like something like that. Like yeah. Like that. Oh, I've seen. I mean, listen. Even now, if I see like an actor that I have a massive crush on, I'm like, well, does he have a fan site on Tumblr? Can I find Surely. out if he's like a weirdo or not? Or Surely like, because it's a real quick way. Yes. But this site was like so. It was 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. It was structured like a GeoCity site. It had like very strange, like you said. Everything looked—I almost like wanted to look mathematical, like in the way that it looked like a spreadsheet. Yes, okay. And then like there would be weird icons for like when people would leave a message, and, yeah. Like you would see when they were on and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then it, but for the most part, it was like a glorified message board. Yes. Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, I would. I would say that those sites probably look exactly the same. Yeah. Yes. Which is, I think is something that's so interesting about filmschool.org too, which is like it has not been updated. Like there's no need and there's no like. Desire. There's no audience that's like, please update this site. Like they like it this way. I think. I want, and I was yeah. going to say that because I. What was so scary for me too about finding this website is like, there are people who have been applying to these schools and these same schools that I've applied for that you know like fresh out of my undergrad. Like I, I didn't go and have these careers and then go and I just applied. And these people, there are some people who've been applying for years. Like. Like, years. Like, they're adults with families, maybe. Yes, there are. And, and you know, there, there, there are a lot of interesting discussions that happen on filmschool.org about applying at different, different stages in your life and, you know, what kinds of experiences have afforded you good portfolios. Like, these kinds of conversations are happening. But also, it made me so stressed because I was like, wow, uh, like, whatever, dog 92 has applied to this very school that I'm applying to that I hope to get into for nine years. We leave that dramatic pause with a commercial break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow, we're back. What an amazing commercial that was. It was really good, yeah. So is this been one of those like things where I think sometimes, and maybe this is just me because I'm really petty, mm-hmm. I'll fall down the rabbit hole of like a site or somebody's profile or something yeah. and like begin with a, aha, they suck, they're so lame, but I'm amazing. And then I quickly turn into being like, we're not so different, you and I. Mm-hmm. And there's this sense of weird bonding and camaraderie and they don't even know about it. Are you an active participant in this? So I am not really. I was too nervous because... I think because of the points system that happens on filmstool.org. There's a point system? Oh, buddy, is there ever. So I think, like, this model maybe comes from, like, gaming forums. Okay. Where, like, you can get certain trophies for having certain kinds of likes and reactions to your your posts. Okay. Um, and that made me all very nervous. I was like, I do not want first of all, to give my information to these people, which I actually like, (laughs) I guess it was kind of retroactive because my username on the website, if you want to look me up, is... That's what I'll be doing. Drake of Toronto, (gasps) which I think I'm the Drake of Toronto. You are the Drake of Toronto. Aubrey can sit down for once in his life. I immediately regretted sharing that. No, you are my personal Drake. Thank you so much. Um, And uh, yeah, so that really scared me away. But what really drew me into the website, I think, is... This is wild. So there are spreadsheets, as you mentioned earlier. I love spreadsheets. Annalise is producing today, and she's just like, fuck, I know. You have seven for this episode. Anne is a Virgo Virgo mother. (sighs) Very Um, much so. So they have spreadsheets dating back, I think, to 2012. Wow. That are very, very extensive. I'm going to pull up a screenshot that I have. And I think that they've developed more categories as the years have gone by because you can look back at the old spreadsheets. Oh, my God. They're wild. Like, okay. And this is, so this is what, what drew me into the site and also what repelled me in a, in a very strong sense of the word because I was so obsessed with checking this, these spreadsheets for weeks. Like I would check them many times a day. For information? Yes. So these are the categories on the the spreadsheets. So um, country, so where you're from. And it's weird because the category is country, but then it just says USA or international. Those are the two options. Thank you. God bless America. I am from international. We are recording in an international studio. My my race? Uh, international. You're an international girl. <laughs> um, and then which school? And there are many of them. So there's like... There are ones I'd never even heard of, like uh, Emerson. I don't know what that is. There's like a school in um, Emerson Minneapolis. College? No, I don't know. There's DeVry. Yeah, they're, um, um, Florida State University. I know all of these exist because I've seen some on television. Okay. So that's fine. Yeah. So you can get it, I think. That's how it works. Yeah, that's, I just admitted my application right here. <laughs> and then program, which I didn't even – 
I didn't even think about how many different kinds of programs there are available in film school. This is so boring. Like, I can't believe I'm talking about No, this. you know what? This is what the podcast is for. <laughs> Besides, no one here has lived up to my, like, I want to talk true crime so badly, and everyone here is a little bitch. And I think that you have asserted yourself as, like, such a, a heavy connoisseur of true crime that I would never even approach that with you. I was thinking of even doing, like, gym- I had, like, many ideas, as I told you. Yes. But I looked at all of them, and I was like, guess what? People care about this. They do care about all of it. But you know what? Because you're saying this, people are going to give so many shits about this. That's the weird part. Well, you know what? Because application season is dwindling, Mm -hmm. I saw today that the, the, like, main mod who, like, has been on it, who I think created the site maybe, I don't know, um, he, he posted today, like... I can see that, uh, like, traffic is slowing, so congratulations to everyone who got it. Like, there's, like, so, like, it's, like, a whole, there are forums for every stage of the process. I wonder, it feels to me like it's almost like you guys are doing drafts on there, like, fantasy drafts, like, the way that you would be, like, player, team, city. Exactly, Okay, so, the rest of this this spreadsheet, so, um, programs, so there's, like, cinematography, film directing, producing, screenwriting, all these different kinds of programs, then the most interesting part your status at the school. So you're putting if you get in or out. Yes. You're listing you're it. You're also putting what date you were notified for an interview if you got an interview, what date your interview was, when you heard your decision notification date. And then there are like other notes you can write like people write like I had my interview in person. It was a Skype interview. I got a scholarship. Okay. I'm super aroused at the organization of this though. Like, you would I love it. You know this. Because also <laughs> look at – so I'll show you. Sorry, listeners. They're, uh, the status, they're color-coded. Oh my god. I'm going to screen – will you screenshot this and send it like when we run this? Sure. I will put it on like totally. the Insta story. Totally. I mean, yeah. It's, again, very boring. No, but, but it's not. So these are the different statuses. There are so many different kinds of statuses too, which I didn't even – think about when I was applying obviously I didn't want to think I was like I'm in or I'm out but there's denied after interview denied without interview admitted without interview admitted after interview uh, attending interviewed and then all the variations of all the things I just said I feel like you are almost like it's almost like you're watching someone's relationship play out in real time like you're watching someone's life fall apart and you're watching people like you're like it's like an act in extreme professional voyeurism totally because i think that there's there are two parts that are really interesting so the the first part i think is that is the is the energy being put into Mm -hmm. the process Mm -hmm. that is in addition to what i have described as a very um grueling process already yeah and then there is the the fallout of it which is can which if it's positive really does change somebody's whole life yeah or could has has the potential to or kind of just nothing happens well there's such like an amount of vulnerability they every user needs because like they're putting themselves in incredibly vulnerable positions yes because you're putting because to enter the data of the before I think is really interesting and something I totally avoided. I only updated, of course, the website after I had – I was successful. And I wonder too what that means for the data of the entire website, which is like how much – so this is just the surface level. What's that like Freudian, like the iceberg? (laughs) Yeah. This is above the water. This is what the Titanic Titanic saw. It's not even what they hit. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then underneath that, we don't even know who else is out there watching these websites. What's interesting is on the spreadsheets, of course, because they're on Google Docs, you can Mm. see the other users. They're on Google Docs? 
they're on. Like Google. you could they're update fully, it if you wanted. Yeah, you could you could fuck the whole data. There's so much space. trust in this fucking website. Exactly. And I actually think and I get the feeling that people do not abuse it often. And so what I think is so interesting about a website like this is that it's a really good reminder for me about the kind of delight of finding a a, a, a community mm-hmm. on on the internet that feels like something safe and supportive and reliable because I actually think what is really lacking on a lot of social platforms right now is that is not actually that fact but that feeling Mm-hmm. Even though we all know that all of our data is not safe, we're no, we're being watched. They know we're here right now. They know you're a Virgo. They know I'm a Taurus, and they <laughs> and, love it. And they love it, and they're rooting for us. Yeah, they um we st- we we struggle to find the the a feeling that veils that for us now that we know that. Um, and I think that I I worked in the tech industry for a little bit, and yeah, I don't know like if that'll be a big part of like my career later. But um, it was a really a really formative experience for me because I, I really did grow up on these these forums where I was obsessed with Jimmy Fallon, and I was obsessed with with all these really specific these niche things, and I and I had this like frenzied feeling that I had when I found Filmschool.org. <gasps> oh my god! Where I was like, it's happening again. I have found one of these small, these kind of untouched quote-unquote untouched communities that are obviously like I'm sure this website is not safe and that I've entered my information into it and I something bad's gonna happen to my bank like you know what I mean it's like, fine no that was why you got the stomach flu that was why yeah <laughs> no it's true I was like very sick in the they past t- couple of weeks listener and <laughs> I think and I told Anne like somebody cursed me somebody, it was and them so yeah you something balanced out and that's fine filmschool.org gave me this curse but it also gave me information and spreadsheets but I also think that yeah, I think that a lot of social platforms are are sort of like running towards trying to trying to get that back, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think Facebook is really pivoting hard on like groups and like and Messenger. Like, they want people to have group chats. That thing of like adding people to the conversations to see when you're going to hang out or like, have you had that on your? No, because your I don't Facebook? see. I don't use Messenger on Facebook because it annoys me. That's good. Yeah, yeah good. Stay away from it. I use um. I hate group chats in general. Usually, I, yeah, I just like fucking. Like other than the one we have one, but it's always it's about the podcast. So it's fine, right? I'm With pointing a goal. at Annalise. Want a goal. Yeah. yeah, like where I'm like, if we have plans, like being like, hey guys, I'm running late. Like mm-hmm. cool, but like I don't want to be like, hey guys, um, is everyone watching on TV? Like I don't care. Totally, totally. Leave me alone. So, but I think that that's what's weird about these group chats too. Is like we're sort of making simulacrums of mm-hmm. these these communities we know can kind of exist on the internet. I think the a big reason for why that is that feeling is lacking like where on twitter you know you can be in certain circles and really feel like it's enclosed you're part of something you're part of something i feel that way in twitter for sure totally totally yeah and i think that it's it's funny that that's such an important part and such a gratifying part of social platforms because in reality all of social platforms all the ones that are 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 popular are except for dating apps, mm-hmm. are, are built with the supposition that the most successful platform is the biggest one. You're, yeah. you're meant to reach the, the, the biggest audience so that you can have the most meaningful interactions, which is sort of very counterintuitive. Yeah. And, you know, it, it kind of comes into a conversation about race a little bit where, where I, well, everything does, where, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, all these platforms are built by one kind of person and the feeling of safety for that one kind of person is much, much larger than it is for most kinds of people. Yeah, that's true. So it's really fascinating because I forget a lot why um, why it's so appealing to to find people, to find like-minded people on the internet. I think what's funny about filmschool.org is that I'm like such a piece of shit and no, feel you're not. so above it where I'm like, look at these freaking losers. But it could have gone any way. I think really like what something that's a big part of the film school application process is that like if you don't get in, it kind of doesn't mean anything. And if you do get in, it also, sorry bud, doesn't mean anything. It's so arbitrary and... I think probably there are a lot of shit applications, but I think there are probably a lot of shit applications that are successful. So I don't know if that was mine, but I don't know. I think, um, you know, with these kinds of things, it's 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 there's no way to say like, well, this 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 kind of person is going to be successful. It's not it's not about that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I always think it's interesting when anybody hinges anything on like some sort of like stepping stone even if it's like marriage even if it's having kids etc you can still live these these people probably still have these super full cool lives and like of course maybe they're working someone's at you know the bank working their bank job and they just got promoted but they're like but the people who really get me are the ones at film school like those are my film friends like it's like even on twitter like even now i'll be like during award season, mm-hmm. it's so much fun to, like, make little jokes on the internet about the Oscars. It's like, I have, I mean, it's weird because you're like, well, people- these guys get me. Like, these mm-hmm. are my, these are my, and I've, well, you and I met through Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's like, you actually start to do meet real friends through totally. that. Totally. There's something that's really exciting about being surrounded by people who have the same amount of energy as you. Yeah, about the <laughs> about same kind of specific, things. Yeah, d- directed towards yes. specific things. Or like maybe, like, I can't count how many times, like, you've said something so smart and so great on Twitter, and I've been like, I can't say that better, like, retweet, like... True. Like, it's right. also... And, yeah, and so there is that thing of, of living vicariously through people, right? Like, there is a part of filmschool.org, obviously, where alumni or, like, people who are enrolled in programs come back... They power up their little accounts again, and they're like, "What's up, you guys? Uh, I got into this program. Let's talk." Like, and then there are people on the other side of that who are like, "All right, y'all, we didn't get accepted again this year. What are we gonna do better?" They're like exchanging their portfolios. They like people meet on this. People meet, you know, obviously before they like, after getting into the program, and then before being there in person. I am now scared a little bit of. <laughs> making these kinds of like preemptive relationships on there before going. So I don't know if I'm going to get into that. I look today. So it, it, it's funny because as I said, like all these schools are so different. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that the cultures can sort of translate onto the forums mm-hmm. because there are all these like accepted pages now where like AFI accepted, US, UCLA accepted. And, um, I've been accepted to all of those. Yeah, and you're an active user. I'm an active user of this website. And Your I, username is? I'm going to film school is what my username is. I am going to to, to film, film school. school. S-K-O-O-L. Yeah. E-O-O-L. Yeah. Well, yeah, the first one was taken. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I was saying that – so like some of the accepted pages are really active and they're like, well, you guys, we're going to be a family. We're going to – well, oh, we're, we're, we that. might as well <laughs> like talk now, whatever. And then the NYU one, I looked at it today and never, like there was like one post. It was like 
Um, has anyone found an apartment yet? <laughs> See, that's <laughs> and my I was kind like, people. Sick. Yeah, that's, I'm like, I, I prefer to, like, I prefer, I don't like pressure hangs. I can't even do karaoke because I'm like, I don't like forced fun. Like, fuck you. I don't, I will sing when I want. I won't do laser tag. Okay. I don't even like, like, even most parties as my rule is like an hour max. So you don't like activities. I hate activities. Okay. I hate joy. No, I yeah. love it to an extent. Forced joy. Like the feeling where it's like, you we're don't, all right. doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nope. Right. You don't want the feeling that somebody is trying to make you feel a certain way. No, and I don't feel pr- – I don't like feeling pressured into um, like where they're like, we're all being a mixer. I'm like, I'm not going to that. Okay, I, got I'll, it. I am going for dinner with these select people I have chosen to be friends with. Right. You are welcome to come if I have deemed you a quality person. Sure. So it's, it's a control yeah, thing. Yeah. I just am very particular on like who I – hang out with I think yeah um, but that was probably also my own shit of like tw- wanting to be a joiner for so long <laughs> and then once you get into it you're like oh I don't like scenes like I like my friends yeah exactly. and if you're in a scene cool but totally. if not no thank you okay I'm in a rapid fire question you know alright let's party <clears throat> um, so Toronto's Drake uh, <laughs> yes it is me what was the most meaningful engagement you've ever seen happen on that website something I, I, I'm really sort of fascinated by the rejected part of the the site because it's so important that's for those people it is the most important platform i think like i think they they benefit the most from it because i think there's something really isolating about the application process to schools in general where like you are you don't know what this big institution um, values and what it holds for you and it's it's is this very I like wrote all my applications by myself in my bedroom you know what I mean like it wasn't it's not a community based thing and it's weird because you're you're like trying to sell yourself to be in a community and it's also competitive it's very competitive um, and so to have people so when on the day that um, people receive because on the spreadsheets um, there have been years cataloged of what day you're supposed to hear back about your decision. People know when it's coming oh. generally, right? Like it's, you know, sometimes there's a day or a week difference, but people generally know. So when you are waiting for an acceptance, you're on the this forum specifically, like that thread of like UCLA decision date and – People are posting like, I just heard, I got in, I got my email, got my decision. And I think to have that immediate response of like, I didn't get in and somebody else is like, I also didn't get in. I think that's a really human thing of wanting to know that uh, you're hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> and that other people are hurt too totally. by and the same vulnerable. things. That means that you are – that something – it's not specific to you, that something is not specifically dangerous to you. That mm-hmm. we're <laughs> – and that, that kind of makes you feel a little safer, right, yeah. to have other people who are going through a dangerous <laughs> – something that's made you feel like all of a sudden vulnerable. The misery marathon is for everybody. Yeah. So I really like that part, although it does make me – obviously very sad and i'm like oh i'm so lucky and uh yeah have you ever engaged with anybody on the film school.org only website? for selfish reasons like before i had interviews like at i think like for northwestern i, I spoke to somebody um because for some schools there just aren't there just isn't that much information like mm-hmm. some schools are very 
there are just like some applicant pools that are like very, very active and some that just aren't, even though Northwestern is like one of the best screenwriting programs in, in the world. Um, they, they're very selective. They accept like 10 people. Mm-hmm. I think that might be why um, that's such a small program. And that's so like that. So there are obviously fewer um, people to choose from. So, yeah, like for those where there wasn't like available public information on threads that I couldn't just like search up. Another thing that's really weird about filmschool.org is the search function. Ooh. <laughs> it's not – it's so confusing. It doesn't help you. You it's, search a thing but then there are so many different fields. It's like Google News Alerts. Exactly. Like, yeah, no. It's like – It's not happening. With spe- these specific words in this specific order, I'm like, can you – can someone tell me – what they're going to ask me <laughs> at the Northwestern interview. Well, this is my next question. Yeah. What is your favorite feature on this website? I I think it's the reactions because they fucking sniped Facebook on that. I, I imagine that these reactions came years before where there's like helpful information. You react like, love, um, hang in there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, like like really like – Congratulations. Um, me too. Like, I'm in the same boat. Like, there's we're like, in this together. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now. That's kind of fun. This is like not so much about the website as but, it is. Oh, now. actually, the spreadsheets is my favorite. Uh, who does all the saying? fucking spreadsheets? Yeah, it's sorry. Google. It's live action. I know. Space, space jam. I would just watch people update it in real time. Just How long back. did you. That, like, okay, so I have another question. Oh, yeah, no, but this is my other one mm-hmm. um, that I just came up with now because I'm a great improviser yes. slash hashtag comedy. Yes. Um, into it. How, what is the longest amount of time you have spent on that website at one? One time. Oh my god, and like hours. Hours. Because there's so there's so many years of information to dig through that I was just like curious. I just became curious in the site and in the form of the site because so and I was only active in one vertical of the site. That's what's crazy. There's a blog page. There are like there are other tabs that I didn't even venture to because I was so consumed. By the by, the sheer depth of of the forums of the threads. So like, I was just looking back at like, who was applying to Columbia in two thousand two, and what they apply with? Oh, like, uh, they wrote a a feature about their grandma. Like, it was just like people. There's so much information, and it's it's interesting to see how similar the process is, yeah. and how much it's changed too. Oh, God. It's like yeah. when you have a crush and you're just like exactly. – all of a sudden you're like, why am I looking through his tagged Facebook photos from 2006? Totally. And, and then you know everything. You're like, everything. I know their cl- the clubs I know they were in high name. school. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know he got into a fight with – yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's like I know that he had a real penchant for like those weird canvas belts with cargo yes. shorts. You know like too the, long. the relationships that they're, – they're like secondary relationships. Oh, my God. You, uh, they're ex-girlfriends, creeping, oh, Then you're creeping her profile. Every day. And then you like a photo by accident. And then you die. You do die. Okay, my last. Sorry. Don't ever interrupt me on my own podcast. <laughs> I just I thought I apologized, and I thought you were going to tell me not to apologize. But well, don't. it was a chastise. No, I want you to apologize <laughs> for the rest of this day. I want texts every ten minutes. Um, okay, I know that this isn't a question about the site. What is a movie you would recommend all us oh, non-film aficionados to watch that means a lot to you? Because you are going to school for your MFAs. So you might as well fucking give me a dramatic fucking film to watch. It's true. I, um, frankly, am not really like a film connoisseur or like nerd. The program I'm in actually is is actually really exciting for me because it is um, a sort of like intersection of, of film writing, TV writing, and, and dramatic theater writing. 
And so it's really different than like most of the other programs I applied to, which are, are screenwriting programs. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like I, I actually am like weirdly like insecure about that going into it. I'm like, I'm not going to know your references, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I do love – I have many affinities for many different television shows and, and films. Um, so film recommendation. Or you can do TV. So I really love this movie called Tempopo. Okay. Which is a Japanese movie about ramen. It's supposed – it's like a – it's – it's I really into like parodies I think and I didn't know until now. <laughs> but it, it's like a – it's supposed to be like a parody of like a Western film. Oh. But it's about a woman who opens a, a ramen shop. Cool. And it is like one of the funniest, most beautiful, most like – food like foodie kind of movie like you'll ever like you'll never watch a movie that's like tempopo it's amazing um a tv show so i had like i wanted to i wanted to tell you all the different topics that i considered uh talking about which truly i'm like everybody likes these things (laughs) i mean they probably do okay so um i had uh parks and rec the naturally season three episode 13 oh wow um specific the the sweeps episode like the important episodes of Grey's anatomy sure which i hate i just talked about Grey's like for 10 minutes before i got here really yeah oddly i will chat after um, uh, the music video for Robin's Call Your Girlfriend. Oh, great. I loved when Taryn Kellum did the side-by-side. So good. So great. But, and also I was like, I could talk about that, but I do not know anything else about it other than that I watch it constantly. That we're like, wow, she's a great coat on. Cool. Anyways, bye. Um, we'll see you later. Um, Mitski. Oh, I love her. The TV show Jeopardy, mm-hmm. which I was like, nobody likes that, but a Everyone lot does. of very, like, a lot of people yes, watch it every absolutely. Night. One of the biggest TV shows of all time. Um, Adult Sleepover is not a TV show. Wayne's World. Oh, my God. Uh, being a Taurus. Uh, hate Stalking, Invoices. You have so many. Uh, Jimmy, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Musical Sketches. Oh, my God. Okay, well, now that we're here on the internet, since we're the, we've reached the end of our line, mm-hmm. tell the internet where they can find you. Um, so as I said, listeners, eight of you, if you do tweet me and in a genuine way, I don't want fakes. I don't want bots. I don't want, I don't think I have those. Well, you'll, by October, we'll we'll see, won't we? Um, um, if there are eight of you who genuinely begin to care about filmschool.org, I will buy Ann T. Donahue a very nice present. (gasps) Um, so you can let me know at, at Celestrogen on all platforms. Mm -hmm. I have a website, Celestrogen.com. You have a great online presence. Thank you so much. You're very smart and cool. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. I love you. Love you. All right. That was Celestrogen. (laughs) 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 That should be your new performer name. Um, Thank you for listening, you guys. Um, you can find me at nobodycarespodcast.ca if you want to tell me what you care about and nobody else does. And I will read it on this podcast because I am kind and I am generous. Or, or you can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Auntie Donahue. And also, by the time you're listening to this, um, I have a book out. So buy it. Okay, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.